Welcome to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcasts. In this podcast, we'll analyze the challenges and opportunities of building a healthier online environment for healthy democracies. Want to know more? Stay with us. The fact that you're listening to this podcast online says it all. And like you, most people today inform themselves online, listen to their favorite songs online, shop, work and socialize online. But the internet is a double-edged sword. While it's given us new opportunities to engage in society and politics, it's also created new possibilities for political actors to influence public opinion, mobilize people and organize electoral campaigns. But these new online ecosystems and the technologies underpinning them, such as algorithms, pose serious challenges to democracy. For example, the distortion of public opinion through online filtering ranking and moderation of content. The spreading of false content through bots, trolls or deepfakes, what's known as online disinformation, can also manipulate political views. And cyber attacks and the manipulative influence of foreign governments and media on elections in the EU pose a real threat to our democracies. And European citizens are concerned. More than half of them have been exposed to or witnessed disinformation online and fear elections being manipulated through cyber attacks. And their fears are not unfounded. After the Brexit referendum and Trump's election in 2016, the French presidential campaign in 2017 was also the target of Russian interference. Judith Bayer is a senior researcher at the University of Münster in Germany. Anomalies with campaign financing are an old problem, even in established democracies. Besides, political advertising, just like other advertising techniques, have transformed recently. It extended to social media and created a regulatory loophole. And manipulation efforts continue. The current disinformation campaign, led by Russia about its war on Ukraine, is a live example of this and its impact on democracy. So what is the EU doing to counter these threats and build a healthier online environment? Aware of the magnitude of the challenge, the EU has taken important steps to ensure a safer online environment for all. One line of action has been strengthening digital platforms' self-regulation. To do this, in 2018, it published an action plan and a code of practice on disinformation, which has already been implemented by companies such as Facebook, Google, Twitter and TikTok. And a stronger revised code on disinformation was put in place in June 2022. The EU is also busy implementing the 2021 European Democracy Action Plan, which seeks to empower citizens and build more resilient democracies across Europe. Let's hear Commissioner Vera Jourova, who leads the Commission's work on values and transparency. We will help everyone to understand what we see online, why we see it and who paid for it. Because new technologies and social media should be tools for emancipation, not manipulation. Through the Digital Services Act, the EU has also imposed a set of mandatory rules on the biggest online actors to tackle illegal and harmful content, including disinformation. That's right. And it's also regulating online political advertising to ensure people know what they're seeing. 
At the same time, the EU is also reinforcing its capacities to tackle cyber threats and disinformation at a global level, with initiatives such as the new cybersecurity strategy and the cyber rapid response teams. And more are on the way. In March this year, the Council called for more EU action to increase the resilience of electronic communications infrastructure in Europe. The EU is making its laws fit for the digital age, but that's easier said than done. We've spoken to Tambiama Madiega from the European Parliamentary Research Service about the main obstacles to implementation. Online challenges are complex and they involve many actors, affect many policy areas and are not constrained by borders. Fighting online disinformation, for instance, has proved to be particularly difficult given the complexity of issues at hand and the heterogeneity of rules that create enforcement challenges. So uh, tackling these issues uh, requires different approaches and tools built on a better understanding of the online environment and technologies. So what else could the EU do? Let's look into some ideas that go beyond current discussions. To safeguard the integrity of elections in the EU, some are arguing for a tougher stance on targeted political advertising. The European Data Protection Supervisor even recommends a full ban on micro-targeting for political purposes. Others argued that users should have access to a repository of political and public issue ads that they are targeted with. And in a study on countering disinformation and propaganda commissioned by the European Parliament, experts gave the following advice. Let's hear EPRS policy analyst Ulrich Jochheim. This study also argues that in order to strengthen democratic resilience, not only should political advertising at the level of the EU be regulated, but the European Court of Auditors and the European Anti-Fraud Office should be granted the power to investigate campaign finances, including the sponsorship of social media advertisements. Other proposals to protect electoral processes are to ban the use of bots to disseminate political content and to tighten cybersecurity requirements. In recent years, there have also been discussions about the kind of oversight mechanism needed to ensure a healthy online environment. And here, proposals range from creating a new authority to regulate online content platforms to a new EU agency for countering disinformation or a new regulatory body for political ads. But there's also ideas to better protect and empower citizens and civil society. For example, improving media literacy or giving more support to fact-checking and investigative journalism. The EU could also promote EU standards worldwide by sharing best practices and promoting the exchange of ideas and regulatory measures on the influence of foreign media on national elections. What's clear is that more international cooperation is necessary if we want to ensure a safer online environment for all. After all, the internet has no barriers. So, why should we? Want to know more? Check out Kostika and Tambiama's full policy brief on the EPRS website or in our app. This is a European Parliamentary Research Service podcast. Thanks for listening.